You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Also, I am the editor and publisher of BC Bulletin. On today's show, we have a lot to talk about as Boston College fired Jim Christian on Monday. This news broke shortly after the ACC coaches teleconference that happens every week. And the news was broadcasted first by Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports, but shortly after the press release was was sent out to everyone else. Now, this news was huge. As the Eagles were three and thirteen, one and nine in the ACC this year, but I think it was the timing of this that was so unexpected. We'll talk about that. Also, we'll discuss some of the possibilities for coaching candidates for Boston College. There's a many different names that are going around. We'll jump in and we'll talk about those. But let's chat first about Jim Christian. Now, Jim Christian had been the coach for seven years he put together a record of 79 and 132 which is a 371 winning percentage he also had a 26 and 94 record in the ACC obviously he is not the right fit for Boston College I am surprised that it took this long for Boston College to move on from Jim Christian now during his time at Boston College he had one good season and that was 2017 and 2018 he guided BC to a 19-year, 19 19-win 19 season, the most victories by a BC men's basketball since 2010, which ended up in a trip to the NIT, which they then lost to Western Kentucky. That was the team that was led by Kai Bowman and Jerome Robinson, two of his top guards. Now, if you remember correctly, Christian joined Boston College in 2014. He was the head coach at Ohio, and he was at TCU before that. He came to Boston College, and honestly, he kind of his announcement as a head coach came with a thud because BC was moving on from Steve Donahue, who was, you know, an Ivy league coach who just did not work out. And the hope was, you know, it was only a couple years removed from Al Skinner that they could move on and find a head coach that could just regain where they were. Christian, it felt like took the program in the wrong direction and continued the problems that Steve Donahue had. Now, when you look at Jim Christian's resume, Let's look at the positives first. He was able to attract a couple high-level recruits to Boston College. And the two that stick out to me were the two I just mentioned, Kai Bowman and Jerome Robinson. These were two excellent under-recruited guards from North Carolina that came to Boston College and basically were the scoring threats for the Eagles for you know three or four years. And the credit goes to Christian and his staff for finding these two guys and bringing them to Boston College. Now they're both in the NBA. Bowman is not currently on a team, but he played last year. Jerome Robinson has put together a career. But the issue wasn't the top-level talent for Jim Christian. The issue for Jim Christian has always been the depth of Boston College. Now the Eagles would have one or two scores, and then, you know, just a a menagerie of other players that just kind of filled in. And they could be transfers, they could be guys that he recruited, but they just never fit and they never played to the level of an ACC program. And you got, you know, you could go through the list of the different players that played for him. You know, transfers, you look at guys like Eli Carter, who was a ball hog and never let the game get to, you know, never let any sort of offense form around him. You had guys like, 
you know, Nick Popovic, who was, you know, good at times, but woefully in, inconsistent at other times. You had Dennis Clifford, you know, who played for Donahue and um, Christian, but just never really found his, his footing. And then just other, there were other depth players that just never panned out. And the, the list of transfers and transfers in that were just filling in this roster, just, you never felt that there was a complete ACC team. Now, this year was probably the most complete team that they had. You know, they had a bench to play with. And they had guys that could come in, like Makai Ashton Langford, Rich Kelly. Thank God they did, because with the with the injuries and the COVID-19 protocols, this team would have been, re- I mean, they're bad to watch in general, but they would have been really bad without these guys in. Um, but in all, be, you know, Jim Christian did what he could. And he, you know, he wasn't a bad guy. He just wasn't the right coach for Boston College. Now, you could say he had uh, no institutional support behind him, and that's partially right. I mean, as much as you want to rip on Christian, you have to put some some of the blame on Boston College as well. You know, he's an ACC-level coach that doesn't have a basketball practice facility. That is incredible. I was telling my Louisville friend, who also has a is also a writer, and he was like, BC doesn't have one? I'm like, yeah. So you can imagine what recruiting would be like for Christian when he doesn't have that. Now, that isn't everything, though. You know, the institutional issues that he has, the lack of support, I think that's a big issue. But he also had things that, you know, were good, like Scott Spinelli, who's now the interim head coach. But even on the court, what you saw, I think, was part of the reason why Boston College moved on from Jim Christian. The defense for Boston College is consistently ranked near the bottom of every metric in, in college basketball. You know, this year you saw BC averaging, you know, letting up almost an average of 80 points a game. And it wasn't just like teams that were, you know, shooting hot against BC. It was just poor defense in the paint, you know, just, just, you know, schematically, it was just a mess, you know, with players were wide open, way too many easy buckets. And this was just happening over and over again. And this has been a theme all during Jim Christian's career. This has not been a new thing for, for BC. It just seems like it's come to a loggerhead. And the offense hasn't been that much better. You know, you see uh, drips and drabs of them playing a little better. But during his time at Boston College, there was never a consistent offense at Boston, you know, with the Eagles. And it's just been, you know, sloppy basketball has been the hallmark of Jim Christian. Now, he's played, you know, he's put together a a clean program. You can't complain about that. But it just has not been it. Uh, now, before we break for uh, the next segment, I just want to give you a little heads up. The next piece of news just came out, and that is that Winston Tabbs, his year is over as he has been suspended for violating COVID-19 protocols. This news just broke. Uh, now, Tabs has missed um, since the COVID pause. He's missed every game since then, and it hasn't been clear why he has not been playing. But it clearly sounds like he, he violated some sort of rule, and his year is over. Now, I don't want to speculate at all, but I, he strikes me as the type of player that this might be the end of him at Boston College. And that's a shame because, as we've talked about before, Winston Tabbs had, you know, he averaged 13 points a game this year. And he, you know, he's battling knee issues and coming back. You know, I think another year and he'll, he'll continue to improve, but we may not see him again in maroon and gold. So. Uh, Winston Tabs done for the year. Just another strike against Boston College. So we'll we'll see where that goes. But in a moment, 
we're going to talk about why Boston College chose to make the decision that they did now instead of waiting until later. But before we do, let's talk about rockauto.com. Are you in the market to make changes to your car and do some car work? Instead of going to the dealership or going to one of those expensive resellers, head over to rockauto.com. They are a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. If you go to rockauto.com and shop for auto parts, you're going to save money because and on top of that, they have everything you need, whether it's engine control modules, brake parts, let tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpets. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered straight to your door. And the best part, all the prices are the same for yourself and every do-it-yourselfer out there. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, rockauto.com. Next, I want to talk to you about our friends at Locked On Today. If you want a new podcast to get into that will tell you everything about sports, you need to check out Locked On Today. Get the sports news you need in less time with host Peter Bukowski, who hosts the show, breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. Now, today's news about Jim Christian had a lot of people confused because it surprised many people that Boston College decided to pull the trigger this at this time. Like, There's only three more weeks in the season. Why would Boston College do this with such short time, especially during the pandemic? You know, this is like, you know, everyone talks about how chaotic this is for uh, collegiate athletics. And you saw major collegiate reporters out there ripping Boston College for doing this. Jeff Goodman, Andy Katz, Seth Davis. You saw them all out there just saying, why are they doing this? This is pathetic. This is such bad form. I totally disagree with them. But I think what they're saying is, you know, coaches are there to support these kids. BC should wait. Now, in cases you see like this, Boston College had to have had a reason to do this. There's no reason they would just pull the trigger now for no reason other than, oh, let's just get it done. They had to have thought something to, to something had to have happened. Now, there could have been things behind the scenes that, you know, the reporters, you, the public, we don't know. And that could definitely have happened. You know, what I thought of when I first heard this was, oh, boy. Maybe some of the tension behind the scenes was so big that Pat Kraft had to make the trigger now. Now, the reason I thought that was if you remember when BC was going to play Florida State a couple weeks ago with four scholarship players, Jim Christian came out pretty sharply against BC's administration to the media and said, hey, I don't agree with them and they're putting me in a tough spot, but I'm going to do what I have to do. You know, that's about as clearly, you know, putting your your boss out you know, under the under the bus when you say something like that. And I, you know what? I agree with Jim Christian on that. That is not against him at all. I think he had every right to say what he said. However, it's like one of those things. Like, he is a coach that is on a team that's playing horribly, and he's been a coach that, you know, everyone knows that he's on the chopping block. It's going to happen. 
he's, he, I mean, he can say what he wants. He's just going to be easier to get rid of if that's what he's going to say to the, the media. So I think he kind of put his neck out a little there. And you know what? Jim Christian had every right to, as I say that again, but he kind of put himself out there. So that's one thing that I thought of. I thought maybe Christian might've said something he shouldn't have. And then Kraft was like, you know what? Let's do it now. Let's get rid of him. That could have been a reason. The other piece I have to wonder as well is it has to do with maybe where BC is thinking in terms of coaching searches. So maybe they want to give Scott Spinelli a turn. Now, Scott Spinelli is going to be the interim head coach for the next couple weeks. And, you know, he's very, very popular amongst the players and in recruiting circles. If you've liked some of the recruits, you know, Jarius Hamilton, DeMar Langford, Scott Spinelli is usually recruiter A in every one of these cases. He's a good recruiter. So maybe Boston College wants to give him a spin to see if, hey, can he turn it around? Is it worth, you know, maybe investing a little and seeing what he can do? I don't think that's going to be the case. He's been a, you know, an assistant forever, and I think there's a reason for that. But it's, you know, I think it's, he's earned the right to do that. So maybe Boston College is going to look at Scott Spinelli. The last possible reason is that Boston College maybe has someone in mind and they want to jump ahead of every other program that's going to make a move at the end of the season. Now, there's going to be a ton of, op, uh, you know, I don't know if there's going to be a ton, but there's probably going to be a handful of, of schools that are going to be looking for a new coach. You know, Penn State is one that comes to mind. I'm sure there will be other schools. Maybe Miami's head coach, Jim Laranga, is going to retire. You know, Boston College is a school that is not a desirable location right now. They could become that way, but they need to, you know, put themselves in the best position to get the next head coach that they want and not wait until other schools say, oh, you know what? I want them. And then BC, because of where they fall in the pecking order, loses them. So that kind of means to me, if that's the if that's the case, maybe Boston College is looking at a coach that's currently unemployed, someone who's sitting on the sidelines right now that they can talk to. And that might be it. So we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, but before we get to the possible candidates, let's look at Boston College as a landing spot in general. Where is Boston College in terms of wh- what what could they what what kind of coach could they bring? So as we know already, BC has a serious lack of facilities that's going to cause a problem in terms of re- uh, uh, terms of recruiting a new head coach. It sounds from everything I've read that this facilities, uh, the practice facility is going to be coming up very soon. And if I was a betting man, I think it's going to happen and that the, if it's not publicly announced, it's going to be promoted to coaches who are thinking of coming to Boston College. And I think what you need to look at in terms of what Boston College, so that's one piece. I think they can fix the facility thing right off the bat. That's immediately going to push BC up a little bit more than what you'd expect in terms of how they can bring in a coach. But I think the other piece, you have to look at what Boston College did with Jeff Halfley to understand what they're going to do for the Jim Christian head coach search. If you did not know, when they hired Jeff Halfley, Halfley was able to get a bigger pool for assistant coaches 
than Steve Adazio, and he was able to get a bigger, you know, a better salary, increasing basically the entire budget around football. They were able to get Boston College to increase the amount that they're investing in the program so that they could attract better coaches and get more here. And, and it obviously has paid off. I think Boston College is going to do, and this is not just me thinking, I've heard, this is not just me, that they're going to invest more in basketball too. Because basketball is their second revenue sport. They need that money. They can't just keep, you know, when fans can come back, they can't just have Conti Forum completely empty. They need to get fans in there. So I expect the financial uh, investment in this program to be at an extra level as well. So that's going to impact who BC can bring in. So, yes, Boston College has a bad reputation right now. They've played poorly for 10 years straight now. They've been completely irrelevant in the ACC. And that's going to be, you know, if you want to put the check marks, that's going to be a check against BC. However, I think BC is going to head into this coaching search in a better position than they were, whether it was with Steve Donahue or Jim Christian, because they're going to be able to spend more money, invest more, sell this program to better coaches and get them to buy in and come to Boston College. And I think in the end, that's going to be the big thing. And I think that's where Boston College can take that next step with this new coaching staff. They're going to get that guy here. They're not going to just invest. You know, I think a lot of people are really worried going into this coaching search that BC is just going to go to like, uh, for instance, uh, I'm not going to throw his name out in the next section, but like the head coach of Vermont. Like, yes, he wins a lot for Vermont, but is he going to be the coach that can take an ACC program to the next level? Probably not. He's not the type of guy. So I think BC fans are like, are they just going to bring in that guy? Are they going to bring in a Mac level coach again? And are we just going to keep spinning our wheels? I don't feel like that's where this coaching search is going to be going. And I think they're going to attract some he- uh, uh, you know, good coaches and good assistants that you might really get the fan base going again. So in a moment, I'm going to talk about who those coaches could be. But first, let's get into our friends at betonline.ag. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football's over, but there's NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. They even have award shows, TV shows, reality shows, prop bets, you name it, wrestling, they have it all. Real-time updated odds and props on anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered all the time for your new scores and odds. Just check it out, they're changing constantly. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Use promo code locked on to receive that 50% welcome bonus. Now, we are already talking about coaching searches here on Locked On Boston College, but March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first Big Board of the Year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Now, welcome back, Lockdown Boston College. This is our big Jim Christian fired episode. We talked in the first segment about Jim Christian, what he brought to the program, what challenges he had here. 
In the second segment, we talked about why Boston College chose to do what they did when they did. Now, the final segment is to deal with the possible candidates that could come to Boston College. Now, on my website, bcbulletin.com, you'll see a full list of all the different candidates that could come to Boston College. I have two posts. You can find one that has all BC-related candidates, so people who have connections to Boston College, and then another post that has all the other names. Before we jump into the names, let's talk about what Boston College needs in a head coach. First of all, they need someone that breathes life into this program. You can't just bring in another, you know, retread. Jim Christian was never successful at TCU in Ohio. He had like one good year and never was able to do what he needed to do at Boston College. You you need a coach that is a splash, whether it's a young coach, whether it's a coach with experience, it that doesn't matter. It just needs to be a coach that breathes some light, some interest back in this program because right now this program is near is at the bottom of the ACC and has been for for years. So it's it's got to be someone who can bring some excitement. It needs to be a coach as well that understands the Northeast. You can't bring in a coach from like St. Mary's out here who doesn't understand what, you know, the programs around here. I mean, they can get assistance, but you need someone who understands the Northeast. And many of the coaches I'm going to talk about in a moment have that understanding. Finally, you need a coach that's an experienced winner. Whether it's as an assistant, as a player, as a coach, they just need to win. And that needs to breathe into the program to get the fans excited. Kind of falls into the same category as excitement into the program. But that, that winning mentality needs to come as well. So let's kind of go through some of the interesting names that are options for Boston College. Now, if you've listened to this podcast, thank you, first of all, for being a loyal listener. But if you've already been listening, you know the name that I've brought up multiple times. That's Howard Isley, who is an assistant at Michigan. He was a guard for Boston College. Now, he has experience at both the collegiate and NBA level. He's 48 years old. Obviously, he has BC connections. He hasn't coached as a head coach yet. But if you're going to go in the Jawan Howard, Penny Hardaway kind of mold of a player that you know goes and, and plays and then comes back, You can't beat Howard Isley. He has a great reputation as a recruiter at Michigan. He's playing for a, I'm coaching for a winning program right now. He's a name I think would be a really interesting name for Boston College. We'll have to keep an eye on him. I've seen a lot of different uh, projections also have him at Boston College. While we're talking Michigan, we also need to talk about John Beeline. Now, John Beeline is a famous Michigan head coach who you know had a ton of success with the Wolverines before heading off to the NBA where he tanked with the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, he's 68 years old, but if Boston College wanted to make a splash, if they wanted a coach that could come in, use what they have, get recruiting back, and he's also got Northeast ties, John Beeline would be an exciting one. Now, I mentioned in the second segment, that you know, maybe they did this so they could get a head start on some of these coaches. Beeline was the name I was kind of thinking about. Like he's got a name that you know he's older, but he's established. He's someone that's not going to take a while, and he's not an uncertain commodity. You know what you're going to get with him. 
And so he's someone I think maybe Boston College wanted to connect with him early, get in with him and try to hire him before other schools could. So again, John Beeline's another one I want to watch. Now next, another established coach is Mark Schmidt at St. Bonaventure. Now, you know, St. Bonaventure is not a sexy program, but Mark Schmidt has done what there, what he will need to do at Boston College, which is take a program that is absolutely nowhere and bring them up to a, you know, a prominence. So he's taken St. Bonaventure. Now, if you remember, at part of the A-10, St. Bonaventure for years was the punching bag of that conference. Now, he's made them a consistently good program that wins 20 games a year. And he does it by just building and, and really establishing and, and recruiting good players to St. Bonaventure. Now, would he bring the excitement that you need at Boston College? No. But he, has, he is a Boston College alumni. He played at BC. So there's that. And I think he's a name that always is going to float around with, uh, with the Eagles. So he's someone else to watch. Now, I want to just throw his name out there because I know a lot of people are thinking about him. Rick Pitino is another name to, to talk about. And I'm going to talk about him because I want to give you my thorough analysis of why he will or will not come to Boston College. Patino has baggage. Obviously, he's got quite the history of you know violations and things like that. So, my thought is he's pro. You know, some of the things, especially the things he got fired for from Louisville, put him in a bad position to come here. He has experience at Catholic University, so it's not like that's new. I just when you think about how Boston College as a school looks at their athletic programs and looks at what they want in terms of fit. I don't see Patino as a fit at all. And, you know, people are going to yell and scream that they want him here. I just don't I just don't see him here. I don't just like Bruce Pearl is not a good fit with Boston College, Rick Patino is in that that um, bracket as well. If you want an established coach, you go get John Beeline. He's much more of a fit. He'll do it. Now, a name that came up that I hadn't thought of. I've seen a couple different sites mention him. Uh, is Bobby Hurley, who's the head coach at Arizona State. Arizona State has fallen flat on their face this year. You remember, If you remember correctly, when we had the Mohegan Sun Tournament, they were a top 15 school when the season started. They have not done well. They're 7-9 and nine right now. He could be on the hot seat. And if you want an established coach, he really wants to come back east. And, you know, he was mentioned in the St. John's um, coaching search a couple years ago. Maybe he wants to come back and you get a coach that has won and has done well with Arizona State. So Bobby Hurley could be a name to watch for as well. Now, there's other names out there that I, I have even listed that just I, I just don't feel like they do it. Joe Jones of BU and Bill Cohen of Northeastern, they both got connections to Boston College. They, they just feel like, you know, the same kind of coach as Steve Donahue and Jim Christian. Now they they have a more uh, you know they have more success. Obviously, Cohen is one of the best coaches Northeastern has ever had. I, I'm not going to rip on him for that. I just don't feel like they're going to be the right fits at Boston College. Both older coaches. I just don't want to see either of them here. And other coaches I've seen as well could be someone like Ed Cooley. And that's not because he doesn't fit what Boston College wants. I just think from his perspective, he has no reason to go to BC. He has a cush job right now at PC. Providence thinks of him as, you know, the 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 best coach that they've had in a long time. Why would he ever leave there to go to a school that he needs to rebuild? 
Not only that, a school that I believe he has, he said that he's not the biggest fan of because of the way they treated Al Skinner. I know that coaches and ADs have moved on, but I just don't see, it doesn't make sense to me that Ed Cooley would be someone. Now, the last name, I'm going to throw him out there. He's been a name that I feel like he's been associated with BC head coaching searches for like three searches now, is Tommy Amaker of, of Harvard. Can, could Boston College go after him? I mean, you want a coach that's been experienced, knows Boston, he hits all those marks. Would he ever leave Harvard? That's the big question. I don't think he would, but he's an excellent recruiter. Obviously, he recruited at Harvard and brought a top-level recruits to a school like that. He would be a slam dunk, too. So let me hear what you think. Who do you want at Boston College? Hit me up on Twitter, at LockedOnBC. You can find me on Twitter as well at AJBlack underscore BC. I am the editor and publisher at BC Bulletin. This is an exciting episode. I've been waiting for this for a while. I have to say, I love Jim Christian. He's a nice guy. I want to say that right off the bat. But covering this team for the last couple years has been brutal because no one cares. And, I, you know, I, as I've said, I'm a BC student, a former BC student. I root for BC to succeed, even though I'm a journalist as well. But I also like people to read what I write because that's how I get paid. <laughs> and no one's reading anything about BC basketball until Jim Christian got fired. So I'm waiting for this program to get going again. And I think this is an exciting time for Boston College because now a program that has been dead for 10 years has the possibility of getting some life breathed back into it. And for you younger fans that haven't seen it, Conti Forum can rock. I'm telling you, I was there you know, in the final years of Big East, the first couple years of the ACC, when this team was a top 10 team, fans show up, that place can get crazy. And hopefully Boston College can hire a new coach that can show you the fans that you need to be there. That's going to be something that you're not going to want to miss. And it's going to be part of your, you know, social life, because that was what it was like when I was there. And it was awesome. So hopefully you get that whole experience too. So please, if you liked our podcast, follow us wherever you get your podcasts and recommend us to family and friends. If someone wants to hear about this and get some ideas about who BC may be looking at, check it out. Send this along. Hit that share button on whatever subscription uh, podcast directory that you have. And we'll check you all out again tomorrow. We'll have more probably BC coaching news. I'll, I'll Maybe there's new things that are going on. And uh, we'll have Eric Hofsis on at some point this week too. I know Eric is someone who's been seen through BC's uh, fan base as someone who's very positive on Jim Christian. I want to get his thoughts. We're also going to have Dan Rubin on. Uh, he's going to talk BC baseball. There is so much to talk about. We have all of our shows booked for the rest of the week, and I love that because there's so much on a daily podcast that we can talk about, and I, I'm just really getting into this. I hope you guys are enjoying this too. This is AJ Black. Thank you all again. I'll see you all again tomorrow. If you're down south in the snowstorm, I know it's not usual down there. Stay safe, stay safe everyone, and hopefully get power back if you lost it. We'll see you all again on Wednesday for another episode. Take care.